Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Definitely a lot of questions being asked after a man opened fire on a small church in Sutherland Springs, Texas, just outside of San Antonio, killing more than two dozen people. Eric Sorensen, Senior National Affairs Correspondent for Global Television, joins us today. Hello, Eric. Hello, Angela. Uh, As I said, such a tragedy. But I think some of the the questions that are coming out of this is, first of all, how Devin Patrick Kelly managed to get his hands on the assault rifle and the fact that he had been court-martialed in the past. What's your report looking into, Eric? We're looking really just into the statistics because it's just so easy. Even with somebody like this man who had uh, these red flags that should have been raised before he was able to get a gun, some of the laws in Texas should have prevented him from, from getting a gun. But even even with those laws and then when, with so many laws that are not in place to really make it restrictive, it's just too easy for too many people to get them. And you just see the statistics now climbing and climbing, and that's mainly what we were looking at, which is that this this, this shooting now, uh, represents, uh, it is now number three of the five worst mass murders in American history have happened in the last 18 months, Las Vegas, Orlando, and now this one. And the only other two were were both uh, mass killings that I went to cover, which was in uh, Virginia Tech and uh, at Sandy Hook in uh, Newtown, Connecticut. And you just, you see these numbers, they're so frustrating because you know they represent people that are dying, and yet nothing gets done because there is this political uh, unwillingness to uh, to make any moves on gun control because the gun lobby is so very powerful in the United States. Eric, then maybe fill in some of the blanks. How was this Devin Kelly able to own the guns that he had, especially considering his background? What is the process that Americans go through to be able to own and access some of their weapons? Well, there are background checks that uh, that they are, you know, often are supposed to go to. Somebody with his background, it should have raised flags, and it didn't. And that's where the investigation will go from here. Um, this is uh, this is somebody obviously that shouldn't have had a gun. He's not alone, but uh, but I think what uh, has, has shown up time and again is that there just are there just aren't the the, the mechanisms in place to stop those who are getting them, uh, who are acquiring these guns. Uh, you had the president today saying, well, it's a mental health issue. Well, yeah, it may well be a mental health issue, but it's more than that. It's, uh, it, it also has to do with the guns, and nobody wants to deal with the fact that guns are so accessible in the U.S. The statistics there are, are you know, they're eye-popping that, uh, that Americans... Um, let me just see if I can find a couple of the data for you here. You know, Americans represent 4% of the population in the world, but they have 42% of the civilian-owned guns. Like, it's such a, a, a humongous number of guns, 300 million, about one gun per person in the United States. So it's just with so many guns, the statistics suggest that, you know, there's a reason and why the United States has so many killings. But nobody wants to make that connection in Washington. When you talk about all the guns they own, specifically the types of guns they own, because now we're starting to hear more often assault-style rifles are being used in these tragedies. There was a ban on assault weapons in the United States, and it wasn't foolproof, but it was, but it did something for about 10 years from the 1990s up until 2004. 
But that law was allowed to lapse, and so since then, more and more people have acquired these kinds of assault weapons or semi-automatic weapons. And it's not just the weapons, it's the magazines that they get. You get these clips with 10 bullets or maybe 30 or drums that can hold 100, so that when somebody like the guy in Las Vegas uh, gets his gun going and he's, and he's away from where anybody can get to him, he can just keep firing off round after round after round. And with a bump stock, as it's called, this allows a gun to be a semi-automatic weapon, essentially be turned into an automatic weapon, like a machine gun. It just, it just triggers the thing that much faster, which means that many more bullets go spraying out in a very short period of time. And so, with the, I mean, the Las Vegas one is the one that still is... Um, is, is so amazing to look at because you had more than 500 people were injured, uh, almost 60 people were killed, all by one person in a very short period of time. Eric, even going back to that ban you talked uh, about uh, of, uh, on assault rifles, do you think there's the political will to even go back to a law like that at least? I don't think they're going to get there for a while. Uh, and it'll And it'll be interesting to see if they can even get the ship turned. It's clear that the the lobby that wants to protect uh, gun owners and the, so you know the the second amendment rights as they as they view it don't want to let the open the door on any changes even something more in the way of like bump stocks like, nobody needs that nobody needs that device except somebody who wants to fire off a gun that much more rapidly and for what purpose but if they could work on that first and then maybe background checks next and then maybe eventually you might come around to uh, the assault weapons and a ban on that. But that's a long way down the road. And the first thing that's going to have to happen for those people who want to see changes is there has to be a change probably in Washington because right now the Republicans control the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the White House. And so there is no appetite in that particular configuration for changing the gun laws. But the midterms are one year from today, the midterm elections. And so if the Democrats begin to win more seats, it's pretty it seems likely that Democrats will increasingly run on this, uh, on this issue because the, because the statistics just keep putting more and more people uh, in harm's way. And so I think the Democrats will see it as a political winner. There was a time when it wasn't. So when it, when it looks like all these shootings happen and nothing ever changes, I think something is changing. And I think the, the public mood is moving increasingly towards, well, you've got to do something. And so we'll see if that happens. But at first, I think you have to have some changes in the way of, uh, you know, the way that the American voters are, uh, who they're sending to uh, Washington. Eric, looking forward to your report. Thanks so much for this. Okay, doke. See you. Eric Sorensen, Senior National Affairs Correspondent with Global Television, and his report will be on Global National at 530. It is time for traffic.